The Morning Coffee is a podcast recorded live slash streamed at twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. All articles used during the show are credited in the show notes below in the description. We hope you enjoy this episode. What is up, everybody? How's it going? Ryan here, back with you uh, again for another episode of The Morning Coffee. This is episode number 29 for March 8th, 2019. Welcome, welcome, guys. Um, this is kind of off the schedule of when we normally record. We usually record on Thursdays. But unfortunately, I had some stuff coming uh, uh, come up on Thursday morning, so I was not on. I was not able to record. Um, so yeah, uh, we will be um, recording this episode today, slash streaming it or whatever to make up for it. So I hope that you guys all have a great weekend and it starts off well and good because uh, yeah, we're doing it today. Um, before we jump in and get started, as a reminder, as always, you can check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Links are in the episode's description down below. You can also check us out at twitch.tv slash RyanKubo, R-Y-A-N-K-U-B-O. That is where we record and live stream this podcast with other various podcasts as well. If you ever want to come in and interact with the chat or have a visual guide for uh, the articles we're talking about without having to follow your show notes, you can go there as well. Anyway, guys, let us jump in to the first uh, article. We have about five articles to go through today. Um, just more of uh, some PSAs and some stuff to keep our eyes out for, and hopefully we can give you some updates here in the future. Uh, first article up for the day, uh, Hearthstone has released a teaser trailer for their next expansion. Uh, as you guys know, I'm a pretty avid Hearthstone player. I haven't been playing much lately, though, because of the anticipation of the new Hearthstone expansion. But we do have some teases for the new expansion that have been coming through. Uh, they uploaded a teaser video for the expansion, and it's uh, pretty straightforward. If you guys don't know, um, basically the uh, teaser video is about 50 seconds long, and it teased and showed the person from the Whispers of the Old Gods trailer talking about certain types of evils that are going to be coming back into Hearthstone and uh, kind of take over the world. A few days after this post was posted, yesterday actually morning, they teased another trailer where it showed that King Togwaggle is going to be one of the enemies. Um, if you guys didn't know, one of the things that they talked about with this, um, I guess, um, Year of the Dragon or new set rotation in Standard was that all three sets are going to have some type of cognitive storyline, um, and they're all going to be kind of linked together. From what people have been assuming, and there's a pretty uh, big uh, video that came out from uh, the Hearthstone streamer, slash variety streamer, I guess you could say now, uh, Disguised Toast, who talked about how it's most likely Violet Hold because there is leaked, Im or there's images showing um, it being in a sewer. Dalaran Sewers is very famous in World of Warcraft, and some people are thinking that what's going to happen is that uh, villains from Hearthstone's past have escaped this place called Violet Hold, which for them is kind of like Alcatraz. It's like one of the worst... Uh, heavily guarded gated prisons and a bunch of people broke out and then we're probably going to see something along the lines of the second and third expansion trying to resolve those things that escaped or those people that escaped as well so either way we do not have an announcement for um the actual uh announcement of the of the hearthstone expansion this is kind of a teaser slash announcement of the announcement that's going on right now to generate some type of hype 
I'm assuming that we'll probably see something within the next week or two weeks or so where we will see uh, some Hearthstone expansions being announced and an official name given and dropped. We were hoping that it was going to be this week because the uh, Hearthstone Reddit had an AMA where they answered a bunch of questions, but it seems that they will just be uh, teasing us for now. So most likely we will probably see something. If they're going to tease all, like, there's five cards she flips over and she's flipped over one. So if we're assuming that there's going to be one on Tuesday next week and then Thursday, uh, that would be uh, three. And then we have the week after that, uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and then possibly something Thursday. So we're looking at probably about two weeks out for any type of exp actual expansion news where it's not just a teaser. So uh, we will definitely update you on that. Uh, side note and a small plug, we also have a podcast called This Week in Hearthstone, which you guys um, can find pretty easily if you already are subscribed to me on spotify or itunes it's pretty easy to just go to the user create uh username that created it which is my name and uh find my other podcast there but we go more in depth on that that show as well every single week going over hearthstone news so i don't want to uh, bore you guys with this article if you guys are already subscribed to that but if you want more uh details and information on hearthstone you can always go check it out there pretty uh, selfless or uh, selfish plug, I guess you could say. Uh, next up, though, we have some pretty cool news, and this kind of came to a surprise for a lot of people, including myself. But the original Diablo is now sold online with more Blizzard classics coming to GOG.com. So, this is something that I did not expect uh, at all to come out, and I think a lot of other people were kind of like blindsided, uh, I guess, in a sense about this. But um, yeah, the Windows PC of PC version of Diablo is $9.99 and being sold exclusively through GOG.com. It's a re-release and uh, marks the first in Blizzard's new partnership with GOG.com, the popular online gaming storefront, to make the studio's older classics accessible for a modern audience. There's no major upgrades, though, just to let you know, but they have introduced Windows 10 compatibility mode and a numerous uh, bug fixes, but it's not like a remastered version or an updated graphics version or if there's even going to be balance changes. Basically, all they said was that, yeah, they um, made it run on, um, you know, Windows 10, so it's pretty good to run on that, and it's more stable. Other than that, uh, a couple other things to add. It does not run on the Blizzard uh, Battle.net launcher, unfortunately. I've been hoping for a few years now that they would re-release these type of games and maybe not even remaster them, but it seems like they're going with the remastered uh, route. But um, just release them and be able to work on my Battle.net launcher. Um, but yeah, the game is $9.99. You can download it at GOG.com slash game slash Diablo. Uh, keep in mind that there is a note here that says that multiplayer requires you to configure the router and firewall parts, which they would give you a detailed instruction on how to do there. Um, and then, yeah, uh, they also announced that... Um, they will also be coming out with Warcraft Orcs and Humans, the very first Warcraft game, as well as Warcraft 2 is also on the way as well on GOG.com. So might be pretty cool for you guys to pick up. It might be something that I actually personally pick up and play on or off stream as well. So uh, that's something to look forward to. But yeah, $9.99, go pick it up if you have that Diablo 1 nostalgia. Uh, next up, and, um, you know, they say battle royales are dead and, you know, they're getting bigger and bigger. But sometimes uh, older battle royales breathe into uh, breathe, try to breathe new life. Um, if you guys don't know, H1Z1, which kind of I know it's not the very first battle royale. There was tons of battle royales before that. There was Minecraft battle royale 
Royale. There was Arma 3 Battle Royale and stuff like that. But a lot of people, you know, a lot of people who got exposed, I guess you could say, to Battle Royales for the first time, um, you know, being an individual game and stuff like that, was from this game called H1Z1. Now, a lot of people say you never want to be the first to market. You always want to be somewhere in the middle. And uh, H1Z1 was kind of first to market in that type of uh, setting, right? I mean, yes, Arma 3 existed, and I know that I'll get a lot of controversy and a lot of talk about this, but I recognize that H1Z1 and all that stuff was there first. I realize that. I know that. It's not something that needs to be reminded. But, um, you know, Arma was first, blah, 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 blah. I know. I get it. But um, H1Z1 was really the first to market that really captivated a big audience. Um, I know, remember, I recall a lot of Twitch streamers using it and uh, talking about it and using it, utilizing it and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, uh, it kind of silently died after PUBG came out. And then PUBG came out and kind of fixed a bunch of stuff. And then, you know, we have what we have today, Fortnite and Apex, etc. And H1Z1 kind of just slumped, uh, slumped along. Um, at one point, the game split. From just H1Z1 to just H1Z1 Just Survive and then H1Z1 Battle Royale, where the Battle Royale was an individual game. From there, the player base just kind of kept shrinking as it kind of got forgotten um, and only some really hardcore and dedicated players played it. It did have a couple of revamps with its UI and shooting stuff that I'm not an expert on and didn't really uh, play it too much, so I don't want to give too much misleading information here. And then finally... Um, yeah, it has relaunched. So the game has relaunched into what is called a now just Z1 Battle Royale. It has a new season, new name, and a new developer. It aims for a return of the classic King of uh, King of the Kill gameplay. So it's it's in its it's in its third season today, and it's going to be rebranded. They said that they're reverting it back to how it was during the height of its popularity um, back in the day before they made like a bunch of new changes and stuff like that. And a bunch of like weapons recoil and stuff has been turned back. Apparently, the reception to the game has been pretty good. Um, a lot of people were saying that the game was pretty much dead. I remember playing it maybe three months ago at this point, and there was matches where only like 10 to 15 people would really jump in and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, I am Fury1 in the chat says, did they change the game engine? From what I know, no. <laughs> uh, it's really weird. Uh Basically, what's just happened is they have reverted it back to when, like, streamers used to play it a lot back in the day, like, two years ago. From what I understand, it's still on the same engine, but I'm not 100% sure on that. The article doesn't mention anything like that, so I don't want to assume. <laughs> so, I don't want to assume that. So, that might be something that you have to research yourself. It's the same problem. Well, then it's the same problem if a ton of people play. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, right? Um, this is probably a last-ditch effort to revitalize the game in some way. Uh, it hit some pretty high peaks or whatever. Uh, they have a roadmap as well for the game being revitalized and stuff like that. Um, and so we'll end up seeing what ends up happening there. Have some stuff in the works. There's links in the article description as well to talk about um, their roadmap and like what their plans are uh, for the game as well. Um, oh, the big problem is they made the game on an MMO engine, so the game couldn't do hit registry. I see. Well, <laughs> rip. But uh, yeah, I think this is the last ditch effort. If you guys already own H1Z1, you will not need to rebuy H1Z1 again. <laughs> so that's at least a good thing. Um, if you guys, I, I don't know, apparently, uh, it's seen some resurgence, but uh, uh, 
I don't know. Uh, it's probably you're you're looking at H1Z1 just survived closing down like a couple of months ago, right? And a lot of that team probably just got put onto H1Z1 Battle Royale, and it's kind of their last ditch effort to try to like revitalize it before the game slowly um, fades away. I think it's too late nowadays or whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, I am Fury says you should you would be point blank on someone with a shotgun and the shots would not register and you die because the other person's did. Yeah. Um, yeah, if that's still in the game, then unfortunately it's not going to be too good. Like I said, the article doesn't mention what type of engine it's using. I'm assuming it's just using the same engine from what I could tell. It seemed to be, um, but that's probably something that you got to research yourself as well. Um, but yeah, I definitely think it's a last ditch effort from the Z one people to, uh, try to salvage this game in some point especially since just survive uh just like fizzled out and they closed down those servers so probably a bunch of people are being shuffled over to z1 we'll see how it goes um reception has been i don't know good in the sense that it has a lot more players than it did before with about fifteen thousand concurrent peak but We'll really have to see. I think that um, it's going to be really hard to get people to play this game again, especially since the Battle Royale market is so saturated uh, with just other games or whatever. Um, so we'll see. Like I said, you never want to be the first to market. You always want to be somewhere in the middle, right? And unfortunately, they were first to market and uh, people adapted a lot faster than them as well. So we shall see. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'm Fury says, I believe the market is uh, quite saturated in the Battle Royale market. Yeah pretty much uh next up second to last article of the day i still don't understand how this happens but uh, magic the gathering's black lotus sold for one hundred sixty-six thousand dollars at auction doubling its value i just thought this was really interesting and i don't really understand i understand what the card does i just don't understand how a card can be this much money but um yeah apparently it was graded a 9.5 out of 10 and uh the last time one of these cards was sold was um a grade 9 which sold for 50k 56,000 um i don't really know much about uh magic the gathering cards i know though that there is um uh, a bunch of like youtubers and stuff like that who grade and rate cards and i know that like a lot of them are like yeah it's like playing with stock market uh the stock market in general um so it kind of is like just dabbling in in it and they're only going to get more valuable i guess as time goes on as well if they can find a buyer um there's a bunch of people that um, I kind of watch. I know that the main person is this guy named Alpha Investments who invests in a ton of cards. And I think he has like 15 or 20 of these things or whatever. Just kind of like sitting there and has sold some and stuff like that for some pretty decent money uh, as well. Um, but yeah, so 166000 If you guys don't know what the Black Lotus is, it was a card that was pretty much in the basic set slash alpha set of magic the gathering it was really good at the time because with this one card you were able to add three mana of any single color of your choice to your mana pool um for free or whatever and uh uh yeah so it was super super good at the time and uh it pretty much got banned universally banned so it's one of the like most well-known cards that got um banned back in the day when magic was first out there's still a handful of them out there and apparently this one is just really really uh high rated as well but uh yeah overall 199,000 or 166,000 bucks so uh it's definitely going to be worth a ton of money it's really interesting to see magic cards kind of fluctuating up and down i know that um a lot of magic the gathering buyers 
end up um like buying out all of like one or two cards and then basically set the price or standard for it. So I know that there is a market. It's just kind of hard to wrap my mind around it that someone actually bought it for this much. But I'm assuming they're just taking a risk and seeing if it will go uh, up more in. So um, you can't use it in competitive play. It's totally banned. So literally the person's just buying this type of card as well just to have it. Uh, and most even, even if you were to use it, I mean, it's going to devalue it, right? Because it's encased basically in almost near mint perfect condition. Um, ten, uh, uh, a 10 out of 10 rating basically means it's straight out the pack. Uh, no dust or anything like that. So 9.5 is probably one of the highest ratings that you're going to get. It basically means that it's near mint condition when it comes to the colors of it, the wear and tear of it, the fading of the color, etc. So, um, Last article for the day. Um, if you guys didn't know, the Epic Games Store is, um, is offering more games than just Fortnite. We talked about this a handful of times on the show, where basically they have, uh, because they have such a large install base because of Fortnite, they've been going to other games and, and selling and offering other games and trying to compete with Steam. We know that this caused a lot of controversy with a bunch of people because it was like, hey, this is stupid. We don't like this. Um, etc, etc, which I totally get. There's um, good and bad things about both. I personally don't like when this happens because then you have basically just a ton of different market game stores on your PC, which sucks. And you wish that just Steam would be there. But unfortunately, that's not how it works. But uh, Epic Games has been promoting people to download their platform by offering new games as well and for free. So um, this month, um, or at least for most of this month, from March 7th to March 21st, um, you can get a game called Slime Rancher um, for free. If you download the game anytime between now and March 21st, you will own the game forever. Um, so it's a pretty good deal. The game is pretty much on Xbox or PlayStation for 30 bucks. If you were to buy it through Steam, it would be 20 bucks. And I think the lowest or cheapest it's ever gotten on Steam is about 10 bucks. So if you want to pick up this game, it's a first person game where basically you just like farm <laughs> slimes and stuff like that. It's a game that I've always wanted to play and I never picked it up because I didn't think that it was worth it for the price that it was usually at, which was about 20 bucks. Even for 10 bucks for me, I thought it was a little bit like, eh, but uh, I did pick it up. We did actually stream the game um, last night uh, over on my Twitch and uh, it was actually it's actually really, really fun. Um, and very, very addicting, and there's a lot of things that you need to, to do and stuff like that. And so overall, I think it's a great game. Um, most of the time when these free games are offered by a uh, game store or for a promotion, they're, mostly these games are I have like seven copies of, right? It's something like Limbo or something. But actually, this game's really, really fun. Uh, I would highly recommend it to anyone out there if you haven't gotten it for some reason. Um, download it if you do have it download it i mean it's just a, a really fun game uh i'm theory says slime ranch is actually addictive and really relaxing yeah it's super good uh i was actually pretty surprised by it um so yeah most of you probably already have the epic game launcher um installed if not just go download it it's free install and then download this as well it's a pretty good game overall and uh it's definitely a game that i will probably be uh playing more um and it's probably the first like actual game that i've downloaded uh from like some type of freeware or something like that where um i've actually enjoyed it so hats off to epic but yeah that is it guys for this episode of the morning coffee 
Uh, thanks so much for hanging out with me today. I really do appreciate it. Um, before we go, though, as always, just want to make a couple of quick notes. You can follow me on uh, social media, on Twitch, Twitter, or Instagram at Ryan Kubo, R-Y-A-N-K-U-B-O. You can check us out on YouTube as well at Shigeos Twitch TV, S-H-I-G-E-O-S Twitch TV. You can check out unedited VODs there as well. And you can check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Um, free downloads there. Follow us on there so you get notified each and every time an audio version of the podcast goes live as well. And uh, yeah, uh, thanks guys for hanging out today. Uh, hope that you guys enjoy your weekend and we will see you next week on Tuesday. Take care, guys. Peace.